welcome back to Butter With That, but this time in a slightly different format. Uh, we are coming together in an online Zoom meeting because of quarantining. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm actually kind of excited to Yay. try this. Yay. <laughs> uh, we're all meeting together online for the first time because we still want to you know, deliver content. We'll you know, give it a test run and see how it goes, and if this works well, then We'll hopefully not have to do this for a very long, but who knows? Maybe this will be what we have to do for a little bit. Uh, it's I'm been a while since I... <laughs> <laughs> this will. This is just it. We. This is like a, the Wally universe. We're all in chairs, looking at video screens of each other, riding around. Oh God! It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, and the ship we fly on has been um, bankrolled by Zoom, the now wealthiest corporation in America. <laughs> Uh, how's everybody doing? I haven't seen any of you in such a long time. You know, not doing much. <laughs> um, on the flip side of that, doing so much. Um, it's nice being able to work from home and being fortunate enough to still have a job, but it's also um, really unfortunate when your boss decides that you are the one who's going to get all of these jobs, all of them, every single one of them, and you don't have enough hours in your day to do them. At least you get to be with your cat. True, she's right over here. Hold on. Oh, my God. People can see her now. Here she is. Oh, oh my God. Could we compare and contrast uh, Phoebe and Gizli? Is that a thing? Gizli is not present. I mean, he's here. <laughs> He's like in some closet right now. He's oh, okay. I think it's for it was at first like, oh yay, you're around all the time, and now it's like he's like avoiding. you're around all the time. Yeah, like <laughs> cats are getting confused. Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird for them. Uh, my dogs are definitely thrilled that we're all here. Uh, we've been watching uh, Alyssa's sister's dog Denzel for a while. Uh, he's such a big boy. He's a sweet boy. And so all three of them, Tony, Sage, Denzel, have all been playing like nonstop pretty much for no. like two months now. <laughs> so they're thrilled we're home. I don't know if Sage is, nice. but um, Tony and Denzel definitely are. Um, uh, I've seen the posts online that are like, dogs are having the best month of their life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anybody watched anything now that there's theoretically so much time to watch things? Anything, you know? Movies that you've knocked out of your list or stuff you wanted to watch or shows you started binging? Um, I finally saw RoboCop for the first time. <gasps> nice. Oh, how'd yeah. it go? It was great. It was so insane. And then Garrett was like, oh, by the way, I think there's like an X-rated cut. And I was like, well, I have to see that now. Like this was already yeah. so bloody and insane. Like I need to know what that's like. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I think that um, the director, uh, why am I forgetting his name right now? It's Paul Verhoeven, right? Bar Verhoeven, mm -hmm. yeah. His, all of his movies are just so interesting, like with like authority and like corporations and even just like masculinity. It's like pretty interesting. I am excited to watch more of his movies. Have you seen Total Recall? Yeah, I love Total Recall. Oh, nice. I watched that for the first time last year. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, uh, we also watched two Peter, uh, what's his name? What's his last name? The guy that acts in it too. Is it Sellers? No. We watched a different movie, Peter Sellers. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Weather. Yeah. We watched some um underwater like alien ripoff movie that he was in, which was really weird too. So we watched both of those last week. Yeah. Ooh, wait, is so it the new action. under is it the new underwater alien ripoff movie? No, <laughs> it's like another eighties one. There's Yellow the, Biathan. Oh. Because um Twilight, what's her face? Kristen um, Stewart has Kristen one Stewart underwater. Has one that's yeah, it was reviewed as like this is basically alien under the sea. I kind of want to see it. It looks pretty. I heard it was like pretty decent. It yeah. just like disappeared though. I was like, hey, this is a movie. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I like to call a fuck you, it's January movie. Yeah. The time of year when <laughs> the studio just throws whatever garbage they think's not going to sell just yeah. right into that month. Sure. Anybody else watch anything compelling, interesting? What they want to share out? Um, I watched 1917 and I really loved it. It, I, so I didn't really know anything about it other than like World War One. Um, but the fact that it was meant to be like two continuous shots, I, I don't think I realized that until like five minutes in, I was like, is this like one shot? And I know that it's not, I know it's like 34 seamless cuts, but like, holy shit, it is amazing. And then I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but um, one of the things that happens kind of midway through, completely surprised. I couldn't, I couldn't believe. And it happened so quick. Um, but that's all I'll say. Um, outside of that, though, I watched um, a classic Cinderella story because it's now on Netflix. So please watch that. It does not hold up, but <laughs> if you like it, it's still good. And um, I've also started at like mm, 10 o'clock last night, the Medici Masters of Florence. I have no opinion on it so far. It's fine. Um, and then Tiger King. Yes, Tiger King. Dave, you were you were watching that too, right? I was. Uh, that's uh, obviously uh, the show that has taken uh, the nation by storm in the midst of uh, this crisis. Uh, everybody watching it on Netflix, seemingly um, pretty wild. Uh, Connor, have you seen all of it yet? Uh, so we started the first episode. We watched the full, the first episode last night. Oh, okay. uh, so definitely hooked. We're probably going to watch another one or two tonight during dinner. Um, yeah, Joe Exotic, what a guy. Maybe that's what our quarantine episodes are going to be about, breaking down Tiger King episode by episode. I haven't watched it, but people have been bringing it up so much that it somehow got into my dreams the other night, and I was like, I don't even know these people. Like, why am I dreaming about them? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That's some good marketing. (laughs) Yeah. I like to imagine that Netflix was just waiting for some kind of global pandemic or quarantine or for some reason that everybody has to stay home just to drop a you know multi-series documentary this is what the people have waited for the timing is fascinating (laughs) netflix which is with tinted fingers just in january wait wait (laughs) this is how we can make all of our money back so i watched a movie recently that uh i absolutely loved and it is kind of interesting to, a movie to watch in this time. It's called Leave No Trace, um, directed by Deborah Granick, who did uh, Winter's Bone. And it's about a father and his daughter who live in the middle of a forest in Oregon, like, like off the grid. 
And then, well, I won't give any spoilers, but it's basically about their relationship and about this community um, of vets who lit, who in real life, it's based on a true story, uh, people that live off the grid, especially in parts of Oregon and Washington. Um, and it is so good, cried like the whole movie, um, but I highly, highly recommend. It may be intense, it's not definitely not like escapist, but it's filmed so beautifully. It's got Ben Foster and the actress who plays the daughter apparently was in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Thomason McKenzie. Oh. I don't know. Mm. I didn't see Jojo Rabbit, but she is, she's like going to be the next, I'm convinced, just from this movie, she's going to be the next big thing. So I highly recommend that you watch it. It's on Amazon. Cool. Cool. And you can learn all mm. of the tricks. If you guys, if we have to all live off the grid, you use, you invert a poncho. You flip a poncho inside out, you hang it, string it among several trees, and then you let the rainwater fall into the hood of the poncho, mm. and then you drink the water from the hood. Guys. Genius. Wow. I think we're ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a poncho. Yeah, right. Go, uh, go buy a poncho now. Nobody's buying ponchos right now, so yeah. I think we'll be able That's to just... <laughs> Not yet, yeah. <laughs> One, uh, one to watch right now uh, for folks that are stuck inside and uh, who are anxious about it and who need like a little uh, little nature in their lives, I would recommend Microcosmos, uh, which I think might be on Netflix, but is just like around. Um, it's a documentary that is uh, absent narration and is just like footage of insects, um, but like on like re- with like really tremendous coverage and like some really great cameras. So it almost looks like safari footage, but insects. Um, so it's some truly incredible stuff and really shifts perspective and helps you think about and appreciate nature. So I uh, would recommend that one. Cool. That, nice. sounds, that sounds great. Yeah. I, uh, finally saw it chapter two during the beginning of quarantine. What'd you think of it? I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. There are funny parts. <laughs> yeah. A, a great cast that is just the whole movie just kind of feels like a wild goose chase. So there's parts where it's like everyone's like running around finding different things. I really liked how they connected to the kids from the first movie and like how they kind of intersplice going back to the past. Um, Bill Skarsgård's great as Pennywise. I thought the adult mm-hmm. cast was great. Jessica Chastain, um, Bill Hader, James McAvoy, all them. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, the first one was better. <laughs> the kids yeah. are just kind of more compelling. How did you watch it? Uh, just rented it on Amazon. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's streaming anywhere yet. I was meaning to ask Sam, how did you find 1917? I rented it. Okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's available because I look for it for rent, like I think a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't there. Yeah, it was. Um, no, it was more expensive than a regular rental. It was like five ninety nine, but whatever. I wanted to see it. Yeah, I think all I saw was like a the buy the preview, which I still don't understand what the point of that is. You pay more to wait to see it. <laughs> I don't know. Pre-or- I guess pre-ordering the movie? I don't, whatever. Weird. Um, did anybody see, this is tying in nicely, the like, Amazon Cinema, quote-unquote, branding that they've been doing with like The Invisible Man, um, The Hunt, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess Amazon got their the streaming rights to a lot of like Invisible Man just came out just a couple of weeks ago, but you can already buy it for like mm-hmm. twenty bucks on Amazon to watch it. Mm-hmm. Same with the Hunt, uh, the Turning that came out with Tim Wolfhard in January. Um, so there's like a new label that you can find on their videos called uh, Amazon Cinema. So I wonder if coronavirus, you know, when we're into the summer or fall, if some movies would just go straight to digital and have a theatrical release as well. That would be an interesting side effect of this being giving, you know. Uh, movie companies and you know Amazon, Netflix, the opportunity to bring movies to homes, even though they just came out in theaters. Be interesting if that's the way that that barrier is uh, finally broken. Um, one cool thing is that um, our friend Andy told us today that the Philadelphia Film Society is like kind of doing a thing where you can like rent movies that they would have been playing in the city um, right now. So <clears throat> a couple of the ones that are on there are two movies that I saw at the film festival in the fall. So Baccarat, which is a Brazilian film that was really good. And then uh, Wild Goose Lake, which was like a Chinese neo-noir. Um, so it's like a cool way too, to like also be supporting like local institutions and like watching movies from home. So that's like definitely a worthwhile thing to check out right now. That's good to know because I feel like mm-hmm. big budget movies are going to have platforms like on Netflix, yeah. Amazon, but smaller indie movies or international films that might not get those kinds of release. That's good to know that um, that they're getting platforms for releases too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting to think about all these sort of unintentional side effects that have come from quarantining from this coronavirus. Um, all of, all of us being in Philly, it kind of feels like the whole uh, city has shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to find ways, definitely, I'm trying to find ways to support like local businesses and restaurants. We just bought a few books from our friend, uh, Christine and Alex had a novel idea. Did current Which, pick up for some books. Misty just texted me to let me know that apparently the governor's, like his newest like statement means that they're closed until April 30th. So um, mm. yeah, if you can support local businesses like a novel idea, <clears throat> you should definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they have their entire inventory online, which is pretty cool. Yeah. To Ooh, that's awesome. Which I have been helping with. <laughs> Woo. Oh, nice. Um, awesome. So I figured uh, one good way to sort of bring butter with that back but digitally is to sort of make a recommendation list for our listeners for movies that we think that they should be watching um, during this quarantine time these can be films that maybe just came out or older ones heartwarming ones intense ones uh just movies that i kind of feel like you know i picked three um that i think are a good way to spend a week watching a few movies Uh, so i thought we could just do that for the rest of the episode and then we can like publish that list on instagram and whatnot uh, for folks to check out um, so the first one that I wanted to put up there was uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, this is a movie we've talked about a little bit. Um, and this, watching it in theaters, I could tell right away that this is going to be one of my new comfort movies. Um, it's on HBO right now, so that's another reason why I picked it. So if you have an HBO account, um, you can go watch it right now and watch Ryan Reynolds be a very cute Detective Pikachu and all the other uh, sort of adorable Pokemon. Bulbasaur. Uh, gorgeous. I've... I really hope that they make a sequel. Me too. I, f- I feel like I haven't heard much about that at all, but uh, I feel like a sequel to that definitely deserved. Uh, another movie, the second one that I wanted to recommend is one that I just watched uh, about a week ago, and that was Blow the Man Down. <gasps> Did you like it? I really liked it. Yay, um, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a while. Uh, it was a first-time director's, right? 
directors? Yeah, two first-time female directors. Yeah. Um, so it's about these two sisters who live uh, on co- in coastal Maine. Uh, they run a fish business. Girl, um, uh, one of the sisters comes back from college to help take care of their dying mom. Their mom passes away, and then these two sisters are sort of left confronting with what they want to do with the rest of their lives, all while being embroiled in this uh, true crime kind of story that, that plays great. out. Yeah, and, and it's all like female characters that like run this town. It's so cool. Uh, the old ladies that are in it, there's like this clique of old ladies. Uh, Annette O'Toole is one of them. Um, they just run the town and they are just so good. The barber shop scene with them is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's streaming on Amazon right now. Um, so you can go watch that, you know, right after you listen to this if you want. Highly recommend it. Uh, definitely one of my favorite movies I've seen in a while. Uh, and then the final movie I want to put out there, um, I love me a good sports movie and probably my favorite one is Remember the Titans. Yeah, Washington, uh, streaming on Disney Plus, and I also own it on DVD. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a while, so as I was coming up with this list, I was like, "Ooh, that should be one that I should put on in the next day or two. Um, makes me cry every time. Um, like I said, love a good sports movie, uh, and Remember the Titans is definitely top tier for me in terms of sports movies. And the soundtrack is so good. It's so good. Awesome. Anybody else have any other movies that they want to kind of add to our recommendation list? Um, I can mention mine. Um, so I definitely feel like certain genres have been like jumping out at me recently, but like it all seems like stuff that kind of is just like things that transport you to like another place, you know, like so a lot of the stuff that I think would is, is like cool to watch right now is stuff that is like, just very detached from everything that's happening now. Um, So one of the ones I want to recommend is uh, on Hulu. uh, And I just saw it in theaters before all this happened, but it's called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. uh, And it is absolutely gorgeous and phenomenal. Um, It's like period drama, like romance in France. And it's, really really wonderful like it looks impeccable um the two leads in it are really amazing it's another like female-led like amazing story um it ties in like greek mythology into this like love story there's art they're singing they're on like this remote beach like it's all wonderful um and it made me like cry my eyes out but it's just really really good and you should watch it um a couple of my friends our friends like alana and our friend margaret saw it like this past week uh, and really loved it which was cool um in a different vein uh one of the first things that garrett and i watched when quarantine started was um speed racer (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i fucking love speed racer so much uh it is a ridiculous movie but it is like really fun and like just like doesn't miss a beat like it's one of the craziest movies i've ever seen like the editing of it the colors the acting's over the top and zany um but the cast is all like really going for it and it's just like so much fun um and like perfect like comfort like you know working from home we've seen it a bunch so like i can kind of like half pay attention and like half just like do other stuff which is like kind of nice right now um 
And then, yeah, I don't know what another one I would want to recommend really is, but I watched Lord of the Rings because it's on stuff. Uh, Put the two towers on while I was working from home the other day, and that's, like, very entertaining. Um, And if you are a nerd like me who knows all of the words to the Lord of the Rings movies, (laughs) then really I'm just, like, typing and, like, quoting, like, Theoden, like, as I'm doing stuff. So uh, that's really fun for me. I wonder if this is the time that I finally watched the extended trilogy because I've never done that. I've seen all three, but I've never seen the extended versions. I feel like we'll time, now man. is, yeah. 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 Is, is the moment. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Tori. Any other yeah. recommendations to put out there for listeners? Um, I can go. So I have two different groups. One are movies that I consider comfort movies, and then the other ones are stuff that haven't come out yet or I haven't seen yet that um, I've got my eyes on. So for my comfort movies, these are movies that I just, every time I watch it, I feel like a great big hug. Um, So I've talked about this before, how (laughs) when I'm depressed, I just watch this movie over and over again. Uh, What's Your Number? Classic, very funny. Beetlejuice, a favorite. Princess Diaries, I actually just rewatched mm. So funny. I mean, I knew that, but like, it is still so funny and it does really hold up. Um, the Mummy and then Captain America, the first Avenger. Those are the classics, just a really big hug by. And then stuff that <laughs> I have either seen or I'm like looking toward watching eventually. Um, the Duff, I've seen this before. It's actually a comedy movie that I enjoy. Um, I would recommend, it's pretty good. Mae Whitman, she's awesome. And um, Defending Jacob, which is gonna come out, I think April 24th on Apple TV, starring Chris Evans. Looks great. Did you guys see the trailer? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. no. Uh, looks very good, I recommend. And um, I do want to see The Invisible Man. I think you can rent it for like 20 bucks, which is like kind of steep if you're one person. Um, but I think my roommates and I are going to watch it tomorrow. So let's let's then. Cool. It's real good. Sam, today I watched a video of Chris Evans drunk uh, at like the <laughs> Age of Ultron premiere. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Isn't he the best? <laughs> It was so charming. (laughs) Apparently, like, Garrett likes um, Doug Loves Movies podcast, and uh, he, like, was, like, really drunk on an episode, and it sounds like it was hilarious, and I just, like, need to listen to it. (laughs) He's the best. (laughs) He's so charming, like, all the time. (laughs) I also didn't know he had such a charming brother. I saw an interview with him and his brother, and they're such a great pair. Um, I don't know if you all have Twitter. I know almost everyone here has an Instagram. Oh, Christine, you have an Instagram now. Um, oh, <laughs> it, but both of them resurrected from the dead. <laughs> from the dead. Um, but they've both been posting stuff, and it is quality content. Yeah. Um, it, I, I barely felt to follow them because I've just been getting all of that. Just kidding. I wanted to die every day. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, I, I can go, uh, a couple thoughts. Uh, I was very curious to figure out what would be my comfort movies. I sort of like before a period of crisis and sadness that this is right now, 
I probably would have picked other movies that I would think are my comfort movies. But now that I, I had like a one night where I was feeling particularly like overwhelmed and down and I was like, Hmm, what am I going to watch? That's really going to like get me to the place I need to be. And Surprise, but kind of no surprise. I ended up watching the 2005 Pride and Prejudice starring Kira Knightley. <laughs> and I know everyone has different feelings about that version or about Jane Austen period pieces in general, which is totally valid. Um, but I would happily argue with anyone outside of this context why this movie is a wonderful adaptation and in my opinion is amazing tori i (laughs) no No, i i have watched it several times it's like the diet coke version of pride and prejudice to me so it's like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna like if I have the time, I'm going to take the time and watch the mini series because I love it so much and it has my heart. But like, I can still get like, you know, a little bit of the juice from watching the 2005 one. It's yes. none of the caffeine. Can, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have that battle outside of butter with that. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, will fair. say that rewatching it, it is <laughs> Joe Wright has such an eye for like I love I mean I have enjoyed all like his other films but this one is shot so well I would argue that the miniseries has maybe more depth through dialogue because it's longer I think it's it it definitely uh you sit with the characters more but just for comfort and to be swept away to a different the dancing scenes so beautiful when Matthew McFadden is walking through the the misty like morning farm and he he he's like you have bewitched me body and soul it's like oh be still my heart <laughs> so yeah i i was like this i would not maybe have admitted it before this crisis period but um that is definitely the movie that was bringing me the most comfort when i needed it um i would also like to say that I finally watched The Mandalorian, which was a great comfort show. Cool. Um, enjoyed it a lot. Had n- I know nothing about the Star Wars universe, but I thoroughly enjoyed Mando as a character. Um, and was, I maybe I was texting Connor, I don't know, but the fact that his weapon of choice is basically the Spear of Longinus. Now I know that it's like different universes, but I was like, this looks so familiar and I don't know I looked up fan theories but nothing really was coming up Mm. (laughs) if there was any secret crossover um but yeah I think that those brought me a lot of comfort in a I was welcomed into a new universe and then welcomed back into an old universe Mm. um for one more thing is that I as far as movies that have been disrupted because of the whole pandemic situation is my much I was so excited to see Kelly Reichardt's movie First Cow now for listeners mm-hmm. out there who don't know who <laughs> Kelly Reichardt is um, she's a contentious very contentious person and topic on Bar with her. Um, she, she helped create uh 
I think Scott off either the best or worst movie ever made. <laughs> um, but first cow was getting a lot of buzz, like objectively. So a lot of reviewers were talking about it. I think this was going to be a movie that really like widened her audience. Uh, cause it was going to be distributed by a 24. I think this is her first movie through a 24 and it was like going to be a really big deal. Um, and so it has been shelved till the fall. Mm, so that sucks. There goes that. Oh gosh. What will we yeah, do? So I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Lost forever. For no the anticipation is just building. Yeah. Maybe me. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> that was, I was very sad to, uh, mm. to see that cause I was super excited to see, cause I think landmark, the Ritz, uh, the Ritzes were going to play it like now. Um, yeah. and I was going to go see it, but anyhow. That's my two cents. It's kind of crazy to see just a quick tangent, how every single movie has just been moved months and months ahead. Um, one that was, I thought was the funniest one was probably the new mutants. That X-Men movie uh, is delayed yet again. Uh, that movie started filming a year before Thor Ragnarok started filming. Good oh. God. Jeez. So that's how long this movie has been in production. And so they got within a week or two of it coming out and then it was supposed to come out on Friday. And then now it's indefinitely delayed probably sometime in the The movie's fall. cursed. Like, yeah. It's like the man who shot Don Quixote or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they should just, Disney should just dump that on the Hulu and just be yeah, done with honestly, it. Honestly, yeah. It would probably get better reviews if it's just on Hulu. <clears throat> Um, I mean, I was supposed to see A Quiet Place, like, a day or two before the quarantine was, like, really going into effect, and then they just straight up canceled my preview screening of it, uh, which, like, sucks. Like, I'm excited to see it whenever it comes out. But on that note, it's also really cute that, like, John Krasinski right now is doing his own little, like, good news, like, broadcast from his home. Yeah. yeah it's really adorable and it's just all good news of stuff that's going on and he and steve carell uh carell like guested on it like on his first episode and uh what is the anniversary is it 15 years since the office yeah um so they were just like reminiscing and like tearing up talking to each other it was really adorable i feel like steve carell got so old from just 15 years ago because John um, Krasinski, he looks a little, like, he looks older, but Steve Carell's, like, Silver Fox, like, he looks so much older. I noticed something, too, if you watch it, in the background of Steve Carell's home, there's a picture behind him, and it is a picture of Paul Rudd from Anchorman with, like, the crazy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Any other films that we want to add to the list to put out to our lovely listeners yeah sure so i mean i guess i had like kind of two categories as well um two of which i I would recommend uh to anybody and would recommend that uh if you'd like them you go back and uh, listen to our episodes on them uh my two comfort movies would be uh the secret of nim which Mm -hmm. is uh as i understand it maybe not streaming anywhere you can rent it for pretty cheap um and also, of course, uh, my old standby, the movie I've seen the most and has gotten me through a lot of crazy and hard times. That would be Fargo um, from uh, 1996, which I believe is, uh, is currently streaming on Hulu, uh, if you have a subscription to that. So I always love those two. Uh, they're always really good standbys to pass the time. But I also did use this as an opportunity 
uh, to kind of catch up on uh, some more challenging and lengthier films, uh, not the least of which uh, would be, and I would recommend them both if you can find them, uh, Apocalypse Now, the Redux version uh, from 2001, uh, that a, uh, a version of, uh, or a take on the original from 1979, but adds uh, 49 minutes to the original film. So it gives you a total of three hours and 23 minutes, uh, which is pretty intense. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola uh, directed film with Martin Sheen, Marlon Brando, Dennis Hopper, Robert Duvall, and Lawrence Fishburne, um, who at the time was only 14. Um, but a tremendous film nonetheless, and really, really uh, one to check out. I would recommend it. Uh, I also tried uh, Satin Tango, which is a Bella Tarr film from 1994, based on the novel by uh, Laszlo uh, Krasnohorkai. Uh, the film is seven hours and 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> Too long. It is. Uh, Too long. It is, it is all black and white. Watch it. If we can watch a miniseries, we can watch a seven and a half hour <laughs> yeah. movie. Break it up into little chunks. Well, here's the thing about that. Uh, it is suggested it not be watched without interruption, which I did. <laughs> uh, and shots on average last a total of 2.5 minutes, with the film's longest shot being a single take lasting 10 minutes and 14 seconds. Wow. So it was tremendously impressive, but completely exhausting. Mm. Uh, and that one is almost impossible to find. That one I had to like scour the internet for like a download for, but um, it just got a 4K restoration last year. So hopefully there'll be a Blu-ray re- Blu-ray release soon, or like um, some sort of streaming copy of it available. Because um, though it is a difficult watch, not only because of its length, but because of some of its content, um, pretty incredible. So I would recommend that also. Awesome. Well, I think that's a pretty comprehensive and diverse list of films. Um, definitely some I want to check out that I haven't seen. Um, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this kind of little trying out an online episode of Butter with that, a little shorter than kind of what we normally do. Anything else anybody kind of wants to add before we start to sign off? Well, one thing that we have been watching, which has kind of been fun, um, we bought a DVD collection of six different Hammer Horror movies, and I've never seen any of the Hammer Horror movies. <laughs> um, so they all have, like, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, um, and they're all thoroughly entertaining. They're a lot of fun. Very different than the, like, Universal Monster movies, but um, Peter Cushing was, like, kind of a babe back in the day, so I'm oh, thoroughly yeah. enjoying watching these movies movies <laughs> what uh does hammer horror like mean um so hammer was a production company and Got they might it. still be around because they also i think they came back years later and produced the uh, uh women in black movie with daniel radcliffe mm-hmm. um but they were known for doing like frankensteins and draculas and a mummy movie so it's like really similar to like the universal monster movies but like they do a pretty different take on a lot of them, uh, which has been pretty cool to see. Like uh, Frankenstein and the one we saw was like outright, like an evil, like horrible dude, which is like pretty cool. Um, so those are just like fun to, to check out if you can. One of the scaredest I ever was, was reading um, the play script for The Man in Black because it was a play, like the longest running play on the West End. And reading mm. that, I was doing it for an internship. Uh, was absolutely terrifying just reading the script. So I can't imagine what scene the play is. Yeah. 
Um, I have another rec. Well, just because I think my Pride and Prejudice was not necessarily a recommendation because, you know, everyone has their own relationship with that whole genre, which is fair. So I wouldn't say go out and watch it. But I did listen to the We Hate Movies episode of Ferris Bueller. Or no, We Love Movies uh, episode of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I was like, hmm, I wonder whether, like, I hadn't seen it in so long. I wonder what's up. It was fun to listen to the episode and then watch it. I would say that is a great comfort movie that's so much fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And it really holds up. And um, after watching Succession, uh, watching the actor who plays Cameron Fry, it's just, he's so much, he, to me, is like the standout character. Uh, more so than Matthew Broderick, but anyway. When I got older, yeah. I realized I was more attracted to Cam than I was to Ferris. And I was like, oh, because like Ferris is like kind of like a pain in the ass. Like He's an asshole. He, he's yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> and Cam has this like beautiful moment of growth in the movie. And he's like really like nice and adorable. and just kind of gets pushed around. Yeah. Of the scene when they're in the gal- like the art gallery and then yeah. it just uh, focuses in on the Surratt painting and it's just yeah. mm-hmm. so beautiful, so beautiful. So, so that I would say is a great comfort movie uh, mm-hmm. within my rec. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Rewatch it. Yeah, I I really think it's a fun. It's a really fun rewatch. Yeah. Holds up. Yeah. Right, I would well, say uh, really quickly, just uh, stay safe. Uh, and uh, if you can, stay indoors. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Also, just to plug uh, Cinema 76, um, because even though there aren't a ton of movies out right now, we're still trying to write some stuff. Um, And every week we're doing, like, kind of similarly, just our suggestions of stuff that's on streaming. And so every week we pick, like, a genre. So this week we did romance films, and we each picked one to recommend. Uh, I recommended Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day, because that's a very adorable movie if you've never seen it before. and, but then I also have two art, uh, reviews coming out this week, one for a movie that is currently available to rent on Amazon, which is called um, Scream Queen, uh, My Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's about the uh, man, Mark, who uh, I forget his last name, who was the star of the second um, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Ooh. Uh, which has like kind of a checkered history to it. And then he kind of fell off the map. Um, But it actually ends up being like a really beautiful, like empowering kind of story for him. Um, So I definitely suggest checking out that documentary um, if you can. That sounds really up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was good. We enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to our other 80 some odd episodes that you can listen to. Yes. Um, during this time of quarantine, if you haven't listened to two episodes or want to do a catch-up, we have uh, about 80 episodes. I think this is episode 84 or 5 that we're publishing. Um, so definitely go back to our back catalog. Um, that can definitely help kill a lot of time if you need. It's true. Um, kill some time. We're here for you. And let us know. What are your comfort movies? Uh, tell us what you're watching, what's bringing you joy right now. And what kind of content would you guys like us to bring you since uh, we don't know how long we'll have to do these weird video ones. So, yeah. Definitely send us ideas. We'd, uh, yeah, whatever you want to see, we'll try to help do. Phoebe's so cute. 
Yeah, look so at her. <laughs> Sam is oh, holding her cat. But Those she's adorable. Beautiful eyes. Mm. Mm. Dame Webby Dench. Here she is. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to Butter With That. Like Dave said, uh, just please stay safe, stay quarantined. Yes. Uh, and stay home. Watch. Yeah. Don't go out. Don't fucking go out. <laughs> uh, and There's if so you want many to, movies, catch up. Yeah. A lot to watch. Um, cool. Well, be sure to follow us on um, at Butter With That One on Twitter, Butter With That Facebook, Instagram, and Butter With That Podcast at gmail.com. Um, all right. Well, have a sorry. <laughs> great day, everybody. Have a great day. Stay safe. Bye. Bye, everybody. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. So long. Bye. Bye.